0: So hi, Welcome to Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with
1: I'm Tucker from LS Dunes.
0: And we're ask him some questions. to Say about the upcoming album, Past Lives. So congrats on that. By the way, how do you feel about the response to the announcement so far?
1: Oh, well, first off, thank you for the uh, congrats on that. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, I am uh, overwhelmed. It's it's amazing. You know, we had really no expectations coming into this, so it's it's crazy to see people getting tattoos and making their own merch and all this stuff. So it's it's uh honestly just all I could say is o- overwhelming and we appreciate it.
0: That's fucking Holy awesome. Shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This album rocks.
0: Yeah. Um, thank you. The band itself came out of left field and then as soon as everything kinda got announced, I was like, this is one of my most an- anticipated releases of the year. It did not disappoint.
1: Oh no. Thank, thank, you. You. So thank fucking good. you. That's nice to hear because like, you know, not you know, no one's really heard it. So um, um it's it's nice to have, you know, somebody's opinion that has heard the record you know? yeah
0: i mean it, it, like just putting the five of you guys in a room i think that like whatever you're gonna make is good it could be fucking ambient noise and it would probably be awesome i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> like... <Yeah. laughs>
1: thank you
2: <laughs> uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art
1: uh so the cover art was just uh my, my best friend gordy is a painter and uh that's that's his painting and I, we just thought it was so striking um, a kind of a haunting image, but also beautiful. We we call them poppies, like the poppies, the flowers. But uh, yeah, I, we just thought it was a striking image, and um, you know, it really had no representation of what the band could sound like or what you know. We just we kind of wanted to have the cover be a piece of art, mm-hmm. and I think we achieved that. Um, as far as the album title, uh, yeah, it's definitely like you know, calling back to. Our other bands and 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 the lives we've led in this music industry that has you know kind of provided for us and not monetarily but but you know spiritually and and you know mentally <laughs> for mental health all that stuff music's been there for all of us so we uh, you yeah, know it's kind of harkening back to that
0: nice for sure um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was like no other than I've ever experienced because not a single uh note uh basically was made in the same room. Uh except for actually that's not true. Pass uh sorry, uh Permanent Rebellion and Sleep Cult were both written together in in a room. Uh but the rest of uh, for the rest of the album it was basically made in our own home studios, separate, uh in the cloud, shared on the Dropbox
0: nice so like you guys i obviously this was a pandemic kind of idea was it just like you guys were shooting the shit and you're like well like who kind of made the first move in terms of getting you guys together
1: um well myself and my manager paul had the idea of kind of like just putting a band together just for kind of like for fun because i i felt like i i had just bought all this recording equipment and i i built a studio in my garage so i i was talking about you know maybe doing some remote recording and wanting to write and uh you know we kind of came up with the idea of like starting a band just kind of for fun just to get the uh have a creative outlet so um you know I immediately called Frank um and he was down because we we did Frank and I did the Future Violence together and Mm -hmm. you know not only are we close friends but we get along and speak the same musical language so that I knew I knew that like he and i would get stuff done as far as having fun and, and and being motivated to write and then of course tim our bass player uh i've been a thursday with for basically my entire life so um he he's the type of player you need somebody like him in the rhythm section to make you a better player and he makes me a better player and then of course travis is just a wizard on guitar and you know we met many 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 moons ago uh probably 20 21 years ago or something and i just always loved him as a person and always loved the way he played so we got him involved and then you know we kind of held out to the last minute because we wanted to get anthony involved but we wanted to trick him into joining the band you know we didn't want to just ask him and have him be like oh yeah i'll do that and like nothing ever happened so we we made five songs and um we sent it to him didn't tell him who was in the band um i just said it was just a couple friends of mine and uh he loved it and a few days later we got the first song back which would be antibodies uh which is song number two on the record but it's also the first song that the band minus anthony worked on so that was the first song he chose to sing on so it's a very special song Mm -hmm. for us and for me on the record nice
0: wow so all of the all all the writing was done remotely was all the recording done remotely as well
1: well yeah uh i i Frank and I went to Will Yip. Uh, I went in the studio and recorded recorded drums with Will. I, I brought Frank with me, and this was still when Frank had a broken broken hand, so I, I wanted him there for moral support. And also, Frank's got a great ear when it comes to not only just music in general, but drums, so I, I wanted to have him there to give me ideas on fills and such. And, and Will, our producer, Will Yip, is just amazing. He's an amazing multi-instrumentalist and just a wizard when it comes to, you know, songwriting, and structures and, and whatnot, so... I had a dream team at the studio with me. Then a couple, like a month or two later, when Frank was, you know, in the midst of healing up, he still had to, uh, you know, still still had a plate in his hand, but he, he went in and recorded with Will as well. Um, and then Travis and Tim recorded at home, which we then sent to Will via the cloud. Will reamped it, which means he played it through, uh, you know, for Tim, he played it through an Ampeg cabinet and mic'd it up, so that way we can manipulate the sound, so... And then Anthony obviously did vocals with Will. Okay, sounds
0: gotcha. good. Gotcha.
2: Uh, so, what song off this album took longest to write, and which one is your personal favorite?
1: So, my personal favorite is "Antibodies," just because of, uh, you know, the it was the first the first actual song sent around, first song Anthony sang on. But I I think "Gray Veins" is a, is a top uh, favorite of mine, uh, just because I think there was many versions of that going around. Um, you know a lot of it's a tough song to play it's it's a it's a complicated song there's a um a lot going on but i think that uh that one's definitely like my favorite to listen to i, I like them all it's insane i really love the whole entire record it's, it's hard to pick one blender i feel like is such a great guitar song like if you like guitars mm-hmm. like blender is definitely a song to listen to because i think those those two um really showcase their skills in that one um yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's difficult to say. I just, I really, this was never supposed to be a full record. You know what I mean? This was, we were going to release a song here and a song there and stuff like that. But so we didn't write it as a cohesive record. It just ended up being a cohesive record. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, to me, I, I, I think it's, you know, not to sound like a, like a jerk, but it's all killer. It's
2: oh, all yeah. Killer.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: it is. Um, Thank you.
0: So, how had the tracklist for the album come about? Did you guys write the opener? Be the opener and close be a closer. shuffle around see it fits. What was that process like?
1: We kind of knew that that um, that Sleep Cult was going to be the last track. Um, Sleep Cults a, a very kind of uh, you know low, uh, you know, it's not like a, a punk song. It's like more of a '50s doo-wop song, and we just thought that would be a great way to, to close out the record. Um, and then you know, we we decided pretty early on that 2022 was going to be the opener. So, you know, the, I feel like those are the, once you get the bookends, it's kind of, I don't know if it's harder or easier to fill in the middle, but uh, for us, it was kind of easy. We just filled in the blanks and it's, we all agreed pretty quickly.
0: Nice. Um, and you had mentioned, like, the, this wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be an album. So, like, at what point during the process were you guys like, this is this is becoming something bigger than just singles?
1: I think... <clears throat> when we decided, you know, because we we could have put this out ourselves, we could have done that whole thing, you know what I mean? Because essentially, you know, we all have other bands that, that that do pretty well, so you know, we we didn't want to rely on a built-in fan base, you know what I mean? We we wanted to kind of to to move out of our comfort zone, and that's when we we decided to join forces with uh, with Fantasy Records, who've been amazing so far. So I think once we decided to go that route, we knew like okay. I think we have a record. I think I think releasing a you know a grip of songs here and there for for people in the pandemic would have been cool, but the record kind of came into its own, you know, almost overnight. You know what I mean? Like one day we woke up, we're like, whoa, we have we have like a bunch of songs that fit together.
2: Yeah.
0: And and was that the signing that? Because like obviously you guys are all in your own bands. Was the signing to that label when you guys were kind of like, well we'll take this and we'll make a record, we'll play shows off of it and and kind of go with that? Or was the idea always to kind of play shows with the project as well?
1: I think um, once we realized music was coming back, you know, because you got to remember during this time, we didn't know whether live shows were going to be a thing. You know, Mm -hmm. we all were like, well, what are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do to, you know, provide for ourselves or our families or whatever? Um, So the idea was just to kind of, Put out some songs, and and if we ever got to play them live, we would be excited. So now that things are coming back, you know, the, the plan is to go as full on as we possibly can. You know, this is this is a real band. This is not like you know one of these bands that like have been has been put together just to you know pump out tracks. This is a band that wants to work and wants to play songs, and and we're just excited to uh, to play these songs as we are to, for people to hear them on the record. So, Hell yeah,
2: love it. So would you be able to tell us where your headspace was at while you were creating this record?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, personally, uh, it was a reason, one of the reasons I woke up in the morning. Hmm. You know, like besides my my family, you know, my wife and my daughter and, and all that, I uh, would literally fiend uh, for riffs. You know, like yeah. I would wake up in the morning and hope somebody sent around a riff or something you know overnight you know and and on those days that I, I got a riff I immediately would be like all right I'm gonna put my daughter down at noon I have two hours I'm gonna go into the, the drum room and I'm gonna write uh you know a beat to this you know so it, it really became like a drug to me like yeah. I, I couldn't couldn't wait to work on it and I think I I think I could speak for everyone um for, uh, on that same sentiment
2: okay Oh yeah I love that.
0: Um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should I do it in the car with friends and the dark with headphones on? Is it a workout album, party album? What do you personally recommend?
1: I don't know if any of y'all are old enough to remember that Max L commercial where the guy is sitting in a chair and he gets his hair blown back.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know uh, that.
2: I know yeah. that.
1: So I, I suggest finding a comfortable uh, chair and and putting it on really loud and just sitting and taking it in. I don't know. I I'm just I'm so in love with this record and I hope people like it. Um, because I just uh, I'm I can't even believe that I get to be a part of it
2: for sure and how did you personally listen to it for the first time did you guys all listen to it together in a room or did you listen to it separately in a car what was that like
1: uh all separately you know again this this was mid-pandemic so mm-hmm. a, a lot of it was a lot of it was getting a mix uh from will and and putting in the headphones I remember being on tour thursday and, and and you know five minutes before i'm going on i had my headphones on listening to a, a, a new mix that got sent in so wow. um and we also we had we had pretty um from our all of our home studios we had pretty fleshed out demos for a really long time like we had we had all, the album pretty much done um wow. in, in demo form so we, we did a lot of listening uh separately at home to what we had recorded ourselves
2: mm-hmm. So, Gotcha. All right. That makes sense. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less.
1: Three words. Mm-hmm. It fucking rips.
2: There you Fuck go. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So in that same turn of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album?
1: Um. I don't know. I think there's definitely, there's a lot of dark subject matter um, uh, on it, but there's also a lot of hope. And, and, you know, uh, this record was created out of nothing, you know, legitimately created out of nothing. And it was created on, I'm sure, will and drive. And, and, you know, for me, it was like, I, I, I would watch YouTube all day long just to figure out how to record drums, you know, just so I could like write with these fantastic amazing humans and and i just think that um what really shines through in this record is the mutual respect and admiration we have each other for each other's bands and uh for each other's careers because you know we we, we've got a combined uh you know 100 years of experience in this you know each of us have been in bands for 20 years so um we met very early on and the admiration and mutual respect came right from the start. So I just think that, uh, that that's really what, what kind of me. Oh, yeah. The immediacy of the, the immediacy of trusting one another and, and all that.
0: For sure.
2: For sure. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album?
1: Huh? There was so many breakthroughs. I mean, I remember, sitting at Frank's house uh, and I like doing sketches of the cover mm-hmm. you know and like coming up with this crazy idea that that actually came to fruition like every element of it came to fruition and I, I you know I remember just talking to Gordy who who my best friend who did the, the painting you know and seeing that for the first time I mean there's just so many things this whole this whole project is 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 a, a bunch of firsts yeah you know it's the first time I had recorded completely remote you know and and then since then i did the the jim ward's dagger record and 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 the sparta record as well but this was the first project that was mine you know like ours like you know with with the jim ward stuff and the sparta stuff that was like his band and his side project you know what i mean um so the our solo project sorry so this was like our band and the first time that we had written completely remote which is an insane idea to me i just can't believe that we were able to do it and you know learning how to record um you know learning how to like file share stuff like that like there's just a lot of breakthroughs i remember the first time i played some of the demos for my wife um she's very critical uh of of my quote-unquote art um and she was like oh yeah this is good and
0: uh, Got the was me, approval.
1: i was like yeah i was like oh shit like we're, we're on to something here so yeah and then you know becoming friends with Will william yeah, he's just such a wonderful human being and and then you know being able to reconnect with 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 my friends you know with with Tim with Anthony with Travis with frank you know it's it's because a lot of times when you're in a touring band, you meet people very early on and develop these friendships like I met Travis twenty one years ago when we took Coheed on one of their first tours, wow. but because we toured so much after that, we go in separate directions, different mm-hmm. tours we're in different parts of the countries at different times, so you know we see each other maybe once a year at a festival if we're lucky, wow, you know so. Just being able to reconnect with, with, with old friends and, 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 and shit like that. So, yeah.
0: Hell yeah. I love that. Um, so you're currently on tour. So we have to ask, what's uh, been the go-to snack for you?
1: Oh, I mean, there's no fucking doubt in the world that it's peanut butter pretzels. Nice. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah. That's good. That's based. Yeah. I, I like that.
1: I think my next, my next tattoo might be a, a one peanut butter pretzel with a David Bowie lightning uh, bolt on it. Just because, and my two loves.
0: Respect. <laughs> it. I mean,
2: why not? Why not put it together? I love it. Right. I love it. Perfect. You where would it? you Where would you get that? Is that like arm, thigh? What? Where, where? would you put that masterpiece?
1: I don't know. Maybe forehead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's
1: perfect. Somewhere sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be, and why?
1: Um. I think it would be a uh, some sort of vegan burrito because it would be vegan because everyone could eat it. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right. Um, So for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink?
1: Let's see. My last meal would probably be. Some sort of falafel sandwich. Some sort of uh yeah, some sort of falafel sandwich and, and my my drink probably be that's a tough one. Maybe a coffee.
2: Mm.
1: Black coffee. Fuck it.
2: Okay. Damn. Any sugar in that or just straight coffee?
1: No. Straight black coffee.
2: You enjoy that? I do. Wow. God damn. Yeah, I, I I cut out a bunch of sugar a long time
1: ago, so it's you know if you numb your taste buds to thinking that nothing tastes good you know Mm -hmm. like the taste the taste of nothing yeah uh you get good at eating
2: perfect (laughs) all right (laughs) i'll write that one down uh so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where do you live
1: that's a good question i have no idea uh i feel like i i am in a fictional world of going on tour with the dunes because i can't believe it's real so maybe i would want to live there before i start doing it next week
2: oh
0: i can't believe that tour starts next week it's i'll be maybe, seeing you guys maybe, in is jersey it, but whenever is it next it starts, week or is
1: it yeah whenever it's like a, maybe two weeks from now.
0: Yeah. i don't even know
2: mm-hmm. it's you know it's soon
0: i'll be seeing yeah, you guys in jersey so, fucking stoked. so stoked oh yeah hell yeah um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person that we've uh, spoken to has said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color?
1: Um, well, the absence of color, black, is my favorite color. But I, I think that if we're going with actual color, orange.
2: Oh, that's yeah. a good pick. Very good pick. Every other specific every- shade
1: uh well every drum kit i i pretty much own is orange by design uh the cover of the record has orange in it
2: mm-hmm.
1: um my personal preference and this is gonna sound crazy is like home depot orange
2: oh yeah no you're on to something with that thank yeah. you i respect it it's good that's true. yeah all right all right
0: um so as i said that's all the questions you have today is there anything that you would like to plug um
1: yeah i mean like anthony's got a new record out uh, the singer of Thursday, Jeff, he's got a new band called or not a new band, but a band called No Devotion. That record's out. It's amazing. Um, our record comes out eleven eleven twenty-two. Uh, I just want to say thank you to, uh, to you all and all the people who have really got behind this band without even knowing a single thing about it. It's really amazing. And I just we we as a group can't believe that we created something and, and, and people want to talk to us about it. So thank you.
0: Oh, yeah. Of uh, well, thank you for now. That's been Tucker from LS Dunes, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.